Hey everyone, it's Miss Felicia J here and welcome to Love, Life and a Beautiful Glass of Red Wine. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. This is the Nico's Domain episode, so it's the pregnancy blog episode. So please understand that we ta- we'll be talking about pregnancy and pregnancy and parenting related topics. So if this is a trigger for you, be mindful of that before and as you listen. And don't forget to be gentle with yourself. Also remember, if you want to read along, you can do so by clicking the link to my blog on my link tree. So, let's get started. But, first things first. Gotta pour the wine because everything is just a little bit more beautiful with a beautiful glass of red wine. So, let's get started. This week's episode is called Becoming V-Day. So, Here we go. Today began with so much anxiety, angst, excitement, apprehension, happiness, fear, and more. Today was Nico's first photo shoot, my first ultrasound. I'm nine weeks. I was so I was so excited to see Nico for the first time, but in that excitement there was also fear. The last time I had a nine week ultrasound, my elation, excitement, and happiness quickly turned into fear and then extreme sadness and despair, for it was at my nine-week ultrasound that I learned that I had lost Nico 1.0. I had had some spotting earlier in the day and had been having spotting on and off for about a week. I was worried, but I tried to reassure myself that spotting could happen and that was all that all was going to be all right. I mean, it wasn't red blood. I went to my doctor's appointment and he sent me for an ultrasound to ensure that all was well. The ultrasound began in the typical manner and a lively, excited conversation between me and the technician ensued. However, the lively conversation quickly turned into pained silence once she began the exam. She quickly completed the exam and told me that she would have the results from my doctor in an hour. That raised even more red flags for me, knowing that these things usually took days, and I knew that all was not well. And then she removed the speculum. She tried to ensure that I didn't see it, but I did, and it was filled with bright red blood. She told me to get dressed and left the room. I quickly snapped a shot of the image on the screen, knowing what the fate of my baby probably was, but wanting to have the picture anyway. I got dressed, thanked her, and made my way to my doctor's office. I spent the next hour praying to God that even though I saw what I saw and knew what I knew, that I was wrong and that Nico was all right. The waiting was excruciating as each moment passed. I tried to reassure myself, as did Ramsey, telling me that everything will be all right, but also knowing in his heart that all was far from well. In little more than an hour, my phone rang, and my doctor asked me if I was still in the area. I'm in your waiting room, I responded, knowing exactly what his quick call and query meant. I walked into his office and heard him tell me that my baby did not have a heartbeat and failed to grow past the six weeks mark. I was in shock and pain, so much so I felt nothing at all. He assured me that these things happened and that it was not my fault, and asked if I was all right. I told him that I was fine, and he asked again. I'm fine, I repeated. I do not remember walking out of his office, nor do I remember the ride home. All I remember is seeing the corner of my street, making the turn, and my chest starting to crumble in pain, and then the tears started to stream down my face. I couldn't control it. The grief and despair was so great. It was in this moment that I decided that I had to tell my dad. I couldn't do this alone. 
He talked to me and gave me some comfort, and my tears started to cease, but the pain remained. I felt like such a failure. I was so grieved. I had been so excited for this child, and now it was gone. I tried to prepare myself for what was happening next. What happened next, knowing that the next part would be physically as painful as it currently was emotionally. I told Ramsey, and we grieved together for the loss of our child. We can try again, he told me. I can't, I told him. What if this happens again? It doesn't have to be the same next time. These things happen. It doesn't mean it will happen again, he assured me. You don't know that, I answered, too lost in my grief to even begin to entertain that idea. You will see, he told me. You'll see it will be all right. And he was right. So today, as I walked into the ultrasound office, I walked in with this memory in mind and the assurance of Ramsey that all would be all right this time. I lay on the table and informed the technician that my doctor wanted to know the weeks of gestation and how many were present right away so that he could schedule some tests. No problem, she answered, and the exam began. I was filled with an anxiety that I pushed away and replaced with reassurance that all was well. Can you move up on the table for me, please, she asked, her voice piercing through my thoughts. I moved up. There was only one, she told me with a smile, and a wave of relief washed over me. She wouldn't tell me that if there's something wrong, right? She finished the exam. You are exactly nine weeks, she told me. And there's only one, I asked. Yes, she smiled again. There's only one. Thank you, I told her. Here you go, she said, as she handed me a picture. I looked down at it. Nico looked like a little bean. I smiled a smile of utter joy, gratitude, and relief. Thank you so much, I told her, and left. I floated to my doctor's office and told him that there was only one and that I was nine weeks, and that I would see him in a few weeks, and left. I called Ramsey and sent in the pictures as we spoke. I told you it would be just fine, he told me. Yes, I know, you did, but I was still afraid. I'm going to get a Doppler, I told him. It will keep me reassured. If that's what you want, he said. But don't worry, it will be all right. We got off the phone, and with my hand on my tummy and joy in every step, I made my way home. Well, everyone, that's this week's episode. I trust that you enjoyed it. Maybe you learned something you didn't know before, or learned that you weren't the only one. Whatever you got from this week's episode, I trust that it served you. And remember, everyone, that your flame, your fire, will always burn. Lighting someone else's fire will never diminish yours. It will only create a larger fire. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Have a fantastic week, and let's make this one count, shall we? Take care, everyone. This is Miss Felicia J. Until next time, be well.